Blog Talk Radio. Only 30 minutes. Only on Sunday. Only 30 minutes. Only on Sunday. on ATAZP Live Blog Talk Radio. I have on the line LP and also D Lovely on the line. How are you ladies? Hello. Hi. I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with Elijah Cummins because he was one of my personal heroes. Just gonna read a little a little something from the Wikipedia page. Cummings was born on January 18, 1951, in Baltimore. His parents were sharecroppers. He was the third child of seven. When he was 11 years old, Cummings and some friends worked to integrate a segregated swimming pool in South Baltimore. Uh, Cummings received 12 honorary doctorian degrees from universities across the United States. For 14 years, Cummins served in the Maryland House of Delegates. Cummins also served on several boards and commissions, both in and out of Baltimore. Uh, He passed away this week, and I was very saddened to hear that. Uh, he, he, uh, He had cancer and he suffered with it, and they said he worked until the till the end. Uh, I just ask, I just want to know if if you knew anything about him or what your thoughts on his passing this week. Starting with LP. Well, I do believe he was a true wave maker for the people of the United States. He knew how to put people in their place. And God bless it, him and his family. Uh, they have my deepest condolences. Be lovely. Just such a pioneer. Um, it, it's hard to even think about him not being part of the political process that has that he he just changed so many things. He made he made me proud. I was proud to see a man who stood up to the very last minute. He literally was still signing bills right up until his death, which which is so amazing. Um I'm I'm just really sorry to see that we're going we we lost such a we we lost such a great one. Uh 804 804 area code just called in. Hello? Uh, hello. You didn't say to say anything. Hey. <laughs> so I said just call me and I was waiting. <laughs> you can just jump in. You do it all the time. I love you to death. Just jump in. We <laughs> we were talking hey. about, I'm sure you talked. Hey, babe. 
I, I wanted to say one and last thing. You know he signed his last bill while he was still in his hospital bed for the peach entrumpment. I mean the Trump impeachment. <laughs> the peach entrumpment. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. You remixed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard about this. Yeah. Uh, also, LP is on the line, too, E. Hey, LP. Hello. E, what is your thoughts on Elijah Cummings? I'm so sad. I'm so sad. But when I called in, I was listening, and um, he was a really he was a real stand up guy. Um, and I hope that the people that he passed the torch to will continue his legacy. Yeah, hey, and it he was he was born in Baltimore, and ended up representing Baltimore when he was a yep. representative. Kind of cool, yep. but yeah, I remember seeing him in them streets when the the rides was going on. Yeah, and from what I heard, and he, had a, he literally he had a full went home. Yeah, that 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 was just uh, remarkable. When I I knew he was from Baltimore, but I thought he had. You know, when a you know worked his way back home to represent the people, but from the Giddy app, he was right yep. there. Okay, the second the second item is uh Hong Kong versus the NBA. Uh, Daryl Worley tweeted, "Fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong," and it tipped off the iceberg with, of course, China not wanting to uh, show any of the preseason games, uh, threatening threatening the $4 billion uh, of revenue that usually comes through uh, China. And this week, during a preseason game between the Raptors and the Nets, people, over 100 people protested by wearing protest shirts and gas masks. Uh, what do you think of that, D. Lovely, and everybody else? Just you know your opinion on on this China debacle, and should the NBA uh, stand on their own ground and stand for what they believe in? What the United States believe in, D. Lovely. Well, you know, I I have to admit I really haven't followed this one that closely because we have so many other things going on, but I can tell you that. <laughs> As anyone else, um, the NBA players have a right to their opinion, just like any other American citizen. If somebody has something to say and they're willing to stand for it, then stand by it. Um, I don't, I'm, I don't really have much to say about this one, one way or the other. E. Yeah, um, I feel like. Um, China is cutting their nose off to spite their face. The NBA brings so much revenue to China. I mean, like, so much. Um, and they have been one of the largest supporters since Yao Ming. So it's it it seems like, you know, it seems like why why would you why would you throw away all that um, money that could help your country 
to fight your face, to fight, you know, because you're mad. Um, and yes, everybody is entitled to their opinion over here and are allowed to express it. Not so much over there in that country, but, you know, it is what it is. LP. Well, China can dictate all they want to over there, and that's why those people are uh, fighting, fighting all in the airports and all over the uh, grounds and everything. But the United States, we have that freedom of speech, and we're going to say what we need to say. But also with the MDA, you don't put all of your eggs in one basket. I'm sure they got, they got more interest out somewhere else. I feel exactly the same way. I think uh, we're in the United States, in uh, the land of the free, so-called. <laughs> and we should be able to voice our opinion. And no country should dictate what another business over here or uh, players of a league should do versus the way China feels. They basically are trying to say, well, if you don't go agree with China against these protesters in Hong Kong, we'll just stop dealing with the NBA altogether. And I think the NBA should say the heck with it. We're in the United mm-hmm. States, and we should be, uh, we voice what we feel. And it should be freedom of speech and, and human rights for everybody. So I think they should stand on, them, stand on those laurels. Uh, next one, Trump. <laughs> uh, you know he was coming into the picture. <laughs> Trump uh. going to he was going to have the G seven at Doral, but this morning he backed down because of all the people in uprising and everything else that's going on in this in this administration. Do you think the Republican leadership pushed back? against him, causing him to change his crooked-ass mind? Or do you – and also, do you think with this Ukraine gate going on, other Republicans will come and see the light? Starting with D. Lovely. I know you got something to say, but (laughs) – First of all, I don't think it had anything to do with him seeing the light. I believe that what happened was was somebody tapped him on his shoulder and said, "Hey, you do understand the minute that those those all those people summit stands one foot on the ground of Doral, then everything is open to public scrutiny. That's your books. That's everything that we're America is paying for. We have the right to now see into." And his fear was they're going to look at my business and see that it's attached to who knows how many tentacles are, face, are out there in foreign countries and what, where that money is being funneled and those kind of things. I don't think it had anything to do with him saying, okay, I'm going to agree with the American public. He just didn't want to get the dirt that's already on him seen by anybody else. LP. I think that all that, uh, him seeing the light, he'll never see the light. I agree that he'll never see the light. But I think they probably hit him in his pocketbook, started uh, uh, going ahead and canceling reservations for his other little properties and everything. The only way to get that man is just to hit him in the head with the money, the money, money, money. It's all about money. 
E. Um. No, he has not seen the like. <laughs> and I think this is another ploy at deflection. And no, he has not seen the light. <laughs> I think you just doubled down, on E, didn't you? Yeah, I think yes. you did. <laughs> yeah, I I did that on purpose. I um, thought so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, okay. everyone seems to think that he has had this grand epiphany. And he, he's just like, he's not built like that. I mean, he doesn't even know how to spell epiphany. He's just he's just not built like that. So to think that he's had this oh aha moment and, oh, my God, I want to err on the side of caution, not so much. Um, like LP said, there's uh, money talks and BS walks with him. Um, and in his case, money and BS walks with him. So, you know, it, it, it just is. I think he's trying to deflect everything else that's going on. Um, but people are still watching. Um, like you said, Crane Gate. Um, so now he's not only in bed with the Russians, but the Ukrainians, you know. Um, and this this sad attempt to say, oh, look what I did. Um, he's just trying to take all that pressure off from that situation. Okay. Hillary Clinton saying that there's a Russian asset, uh, which is a presidential candidate, saying she she has ties to Russia. Uh, Representative Tulsi Galbert has been accused of having these ties. Also, Galbert is is endorsed by Bannon and, and David Dukes. Do you think of Hillary she could be correct? Go on, D. Lovely. <laughs> this is so funny to me because it is such a mess, but I honestly feel like this is the moment Hillary needs to just, you know, quietly just be quiet because it's all going to tell on itself. I think she watched, she clearly watched Salt over the weekend. She thinks Angelina Jolie has been, is somehow part of this process. She has decided that Kelsey Gabbard is Salt. And she, and and she's infiltrated our, our our political system. And I just think it's hilarious. I think what you're going to find is if you just let these things play out without pointing the finger, nobody will come for you if you just be quiet. It's all going to play out. You don't have to worry. We know how the movie ends. Do you think she's correct, though, even if she was silent? You know what? It doesn't really matter because she is she herself is a deflection. Every time she starts talking, then it's one more opportunity <laughs> for them to say, "Uh huh." But look at her. Don't forget she bought, and it just changes the it changes the directional the whole dynamic. That's yeah. And we can't afford that. Uh, LP. I think that. She was probably sitting in her living room with a certain someone, and he probably said, oh, look at that girl. I just like that girl. And then that's why, why all this stuff got, she's probably jealous. <laughs> but she ain't right. She ain't right. She ain't right. But I, basically, she's, I, I guess she's younger and prettier. But also, she missed the bus. She missed the bus. She didn't win the la- last election, which we think, well, there's different points of view. 
But uh, basically, if you're not in the race, just shut up and sit back and see where it takes you. E. Um, we think protest too much. I I agree yep. with everybody. Yep. I think that um, she needs the less she says, the better it will be. Um, the question that you have, uh, T, is is she correct? There is a possibility, you know, especially with those that are supporting her behind the scenes. But like um, the lovely said, if you just sit and watch and let it play out. Hillary was not going to be the only person that knew that information, and and Hillary shouldn't have been the one to say anything about that information because she doesn't really have a dog in the race. So. Exactly. <laughs> it was going to come out. It, okay. it just shouldn't have came out by her. It was coming though. This is I something I, to I really. This is something I really asked, but uh. What's on y'all minds? I mean, you know, it don't have to be political. Whatever, you know, whatever you want to bring up. I'm, I'm, give, I'm giving uh, you a little platform. Uh, let's start start with E, since I'm sure she got listen, a lot on her mind. Listen, um, we've been in school since the 3rd of September, and we've had 21 fights, sometimes two and three fights a day. Um, we have nine kids up for expulsion, and I've never seen that in this um, city that I work for at what high school. So, and we're the only high school in the city. It's like, uh, you know, I feel like I'm, you know, dodging Claymore Mines when I go to school, though nobody is bothering me. You know, I don't have any problems because they don't want that smoke. It's just the whole culture of the school seems like what the hell. And it's, it's just really sad. And I don't know, not that I've even been called to fix it. I've never wanted to be an administrator. They have no power, and um, it's it's just sad. It's it's sad, and I'm I don't know what to do about what's that. The, what's, the, what's the age group for the kids? E? High school, ninth through twelfth grade. Okay. LP, anything on your mind? Uh, really, I'm just sitting back watching most of the. Uh, the current events, and I'm seeing that what is Russia going to do? Russia is playing a Trump like a puppet. And, I mean, basically, if they get with the, the Syrians and everything, and they go to fight Turkey, most of NATO is not going to help uh, uh, Turkey. So it's going to be uh, Turkey against Russia. And then they're just laughing at Trump. They're laughing at all of us. So I'm just sitting back. um just waiting on election day and how it turns out. Uh, D. Lovely. Oh, um, I'm just this really got my 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 heart in a twist. I've just been paying attention to how many children have gone missing in the last six months. Mm-hmm. And something's going on, and we need to figure out what is happening and where are our children going. How is it that they're being they're being taken and found murdered? And, and what is going on? Why are our children suddenly missing like this? It's daily. You can you can find a uh, Amber Alert because a baby has gone missing under the somebody under the age of seven. 
And it's really are they certain like of, minority, not are they all minority, minority they're, everywhere. they're everywhere. Right now there there's still there are three children in from Missouri that are missing that have that were found in Texas that have been missing since twenty seventeen. And they were all under the age of like five. So I'm trying to figure out if if we this large I think they had a guy they just arrested for a huge sex trafficking um, yeah, uh, he used to be a member of a school, uh, uh, administrator of a school. Right, um, right. That's what I'm starting to wonder is Texas. He started yeah, in Texas, yeah. and he yeah. drove all the way up this way to um, um, under the guise that he was going to pick up a six and a ten year old girl. Mm-hmm. And that's and what's making me. There's some sort of yeah. Yeah, if there's some sort of dark web network that is telling people where to find these children and how to snatch them and how quickly they go missing, and I'm telling, I'm, I'm just, I just wish there was some way we could tell parents don't leave your three, four, five, six year old out just because they're in your front yard that they're safe. Don't send them to the store walking with some other small children. Just look out for the babies. Right, right. And I I wrote about the sex traffic trade, the slave trade down in uh, South America. I wrote about that in a in uh some of my novels and I had to do some research on it. And it's frightening when you look it up. It is. Uh <sighs> the next subject I got. The situation in Turkey. Uh Trump says he brought our soldiers home cuz uh he didn't want them in a long-time war, and he also said he's bringing them home. But, yet, he deployed troops to Iraq and Saudi Arabia. And I know there's, there's three of us as soldiers on this line. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to start with D. Lovely first. How do you feel about him jacking around our troops and lying first of all, and this- actually sending them to, to get some money, basically, really? That's all that is. So embarrassing. This is the most embarrassing thing we've ever done. What kind of country are we that we say, you stood by us and we'll, we you fought with us, but yep. times are getting a little tough and I don't want to spend any more money, so, you know, I quit. The question is, yeah. is he directing his, the, his troops where his money is safe, to keep his money safe? Who the, whoever is in his inner circle? Because he clearly doesn't care about those people. That's right. <laughs> I agree with that a hundred percent. Me uh, too. E. Me too. He sucks so bad, and it doesn't matter. As a soldier who was gone, I don't care where you're sending me. So I'm not going to Turkey, but I'm going back to Saudi Arabia. That's still I'm still gone, and somebody needs to be whispering in his ear. Not Turkey. You know, you don't leave your back door open. You know that j- just don't do it. If they, if they pull, if a, if we pull out, that's gonna leave a whole lot of people very vulnerable, and um, they really need to rethink that. You know, his his chief of staff need to really rethink that because when they come, they're gonna come where we're not looking, and that's one of the places it's gonna be easy for us to to get attacked. Nope. LP. 
when he when he was uh, taking the uh, take when he, when he did this whole deal and everything, what did he get out of it? He must have got something out of it, because uh, we're not seeing it, but he must have got something out of it. As far as him taking the soldiers, he didn't send them back. To, he said he was sending them back home. Okay, their home is not right. in Iraq. Okay, no, it's not. Arabia, Saudi Arabia. Okay, when he sent the troops over there. He's, in essence, don't get offended by this. He's prostituting them, okay? He, them and our equipment and everything over there to guard some oil wells, okay? And saying that uh, Saudi Arabia, that they're, that, they're, that they're paying. They're paying. They, they got the money. They're paying us well. We shouldn't be over there. He can get his own. They can get their own private security or whatever, missions of fortune. That'll boost the economy. But get our soldiers out of there, too. I agree with you. I really, I agree with you. I, I thought that was just kind of, like you said, LP, when he talked to uh, the Turkish president, he had to had some money, got something out of it. Got something out of it. Because it seemed, seemed like they worked it together. I'm just saying, I don't know. Well, they, uh, got, they, when, got, they got two towers over in Istanbul and everything he's out of, but they're not yeah, his. No, yeah. They're just his name. Maybe they're going to do a street. Pro, quid pro quo. Oh. Quid pro yeah. quo. Nick Malvaney basically mm, saying mm. they were trying to get information on a DNC server being held in Ukraine, well, it's some far-fetched theories going on. And that's why they put a hole on the money Congress allocated for military weapons for Ukraine. Should Malvaney be the next one fired? Gone, gone, uh, whoever was talking. I don't know who it was. LP? Me? Yes. Yes, gone. Should should Malvaney be fired? This is E. Yes, it is. That was E. Go ahead, E. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead, I mean, e. M- M- yeah. But he's a big dummy. But yes. <laughs> uh, LP. Yes, he should be fired. Uh, uh, question is: Is he going first, or is Rick Perry going first? Mm. Somebody should go. Rick Perry, Rick Perry resigned. Did he already resign? Yeah, he did. He yeah, said he's he out. Yeah, yeah, he got out. Uh, that don't mean he can't get called to testify, but he resigned. <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, fire him off. Get Pompeo out there too. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Be lovely. It's obviously, I'm not going to disagree because this is such a mess, but he should be fired. But at the same time, I, I appreciate him. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like all he his... said. He looks like. Go on. I was saying, I like it when all the dummies talk to each other. Nobody's, you know, the hands got pulled out of their back. And all of a sudden, everybody <laughs> flopping around and just telling everything. I, I'm that. He is a big dummy. That's what I was going to say. He looks 
he looked totally foolish at that press conference. What? I was like, I looked what? at him, I said, and it took the reporter to tell him, that is what you explained in a quid pro quo. That's what you exactly. said. Exactly. <laughs> know what it meant. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just, like, shook my head. I heard, you aren't you like a Trump What the hell was you doing out there? He <laughs> uh, probably pointed no, his finger and said, go back out there and explain yourself. My way. No, go back out there and fix it. I don't care, I don't care what you say, but you better fix it. <laughs> you big dummy. <laughs> and, and look, six hours later, six hours later, he said, I didn't say that. <laughs> what? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and they misconstrued. But he I'm was like, on tape. That's the problem. Oh my God. Anyway, that was that was the money. last uh, that was the last subject I had. I want to thank y'all for calling. It's been like we got like twenty eight minutes. Well, really a minute before the music goes off. Thank you again, everybody. Always You're welcome. Here. Say what? I said you're welcome again. You're welcome. All right. You're welcome. Take care. <laughs> Take care, LP. Take care, E. And D. Lovely, I'll be calling you as soon as this music Oh, calls. my God. <laughs> yes, you're God. <laughs> peace and love, everybody. All right, peace Bye-bye. Love y'all. Love y'all. Yes, a brief 15 seconds, and uh, the music will come on, and, and we'll be ending another only 30 minutes, only on Sunday. Uh, we'll do it again next week, also on Thursday. Hopefully, I'll have some music for y'all.